The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Another fine week on the show here with a song. Joining me again from the Bob and Top Show, it's Jessica Ultzman. Hello. <laughs> Very excited about your pick. Oh, I know. I give you the best ones, don't I? This is fun. All right. So, Mbop. That's capital M, capital M, capital M, capital B, lowercase O, lowercase P, is the single that launched Hanson Mania, group Hanson, from the 1997 album middle of nowhere it also featured the singles where's the love i will come to you weird and thinking of you produced by the dust brothers mbop was rated one of the top singles of 1997 charting at number one on the u.s billboard hot 100 as well as the mainstream top 40 and finishing out number 12 for the year and number 57 for the decade uh, certified platinum in the united states a middle of nowhere, the full album topped out at number two on the Billboard Top 200. Jessica, it could not shake off Spice from the Spice Girls for the top prize. Like that album mm-hmm. just sat there going, nah, nice try, little men. But that's nice cute. Try. Mm-hmm. Uh, that album was number 13 for 1997 and number 89 for the decade, going four times platinum in the United States. Hanson consisted of Zachary Taylor and Isaac Hanson. Do you remember like, when Hanson first came out, we were like, the middle one, the singing one, is that a boy or a girl? Yeah. A little bit. Because, uh, yeah, real pretty. 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 Like, it's it's such a neutral look mm-hmm. and voice from Taylor yeah. Hanson that is like, and even like Family Guy made a joke about it <laughs> with Quagmire when they were talking yeah. about celebrities, they would, they'd cheat on a spouse or something. He's like, Taylor Hanson. They're like, the boy, like, boy yeah there's that but like i remember that being a thing it's like is that is it like three brothers or is it like two and a like Mm -hmm. not that was the vibe i'm not trying to be like some sexist weird asshole here i'm like i'm going i'm taking back to being giving you honest thoughts of the teen beat of 1997 and i sort of think were you a hansonite I wasn't. I the songs were catchy and you couldn't help but sing them, but I was not ripping the poster out of mm-hmm. my Bob magazine or my Tiger Beats and putting them on the wall. Like if it made the wall, it was only mm-hmm. because it was just a current pop culture thing, but not because, ooh, handsome, you're so cute. Nothing like that. Like I wasn't attracted to them. Maybe it's because they all sounded like little boys and I like men, like, you know, Fred Savage. Right. Uh Ben Savage. Yeah, just savages. So I, you know, I, of course, Hanson was the oh, I'm too cool for this, even though Mbop's catchy. There was at my school, there was these two girls that disappeared for a while. Like just, I think it was maybe like we had a spring break or a summer break, maybe a summer break, and they came back, and like they were like deemed like royal Hanson 
people or something because they were wearing shirts like every day, their locker, like all of a sudden it was like, this is what, this is a decision we're making. We're going all in. We fucking love Hanson. No matter what, like <laughs> this is what they, like this is what they turned in. It was weird. It was like, okay, like hardcore fandom. But then like, because of something, because of that, I personally found something like adorable about them. So I was like, let's talk about hey, like what's up? And they would be like, oh my god, so like Taylor the other day was apparently da da da. I read in this like they were all in on Hanson, and for some reason to me that was like I dig these girls now. I, I like this. I, I don't know what it was. They had passion, and so passion, you know, no matter what it's for, I'm mm-hmm. sure. I, I like like I I took I put one of them in one of in some, one of my movies I was making. Like you want to be in one of my movies or whatever. <laughs> I was like, because nobody, everybody was like, not talking to these girls, making fun of these girls behind their Aww. back, like all the like, and they were like, fine. They were just in love with Hanson, and it was like they were friends with each other and they didn't give a fuck about anybody else, and that's awesome. Good like for I, them. yeah, I love that, and they were really nice and stuff. So yeah, that one of them I put in my movies, and then later in college, I. One of them went to school, same school I went to, and I ran into her at like a bar or whatnot. And like, she seemed like she had changed a lot. Well, of course, she wasn't into Hanson like she was then. But seeing her there, like, I feel like maybe she was like, oh, well, hi, a guy I knew from high school, but also like, he knows of my dark Hanson past. <laughs> I don't want to bring that up. I hope he doesn't say, it. like, I got this vibe, like, he knows about my Hanson past and could ruin me here. You should be like, no, I thought you were really into Taylor Momsen. Yeah, I wasn't going to do that. I remember when all you did was Hanson, and then it's like, not going to be. But I could tell there was this slight uncomfort, like, because at my, I where I went to college, not many people from my high school went there at Ball State. That's where I went. Um, So, like, when I went there, it was me and one other person from my graduating class there oh, wow. and then like sprinkle maybe some others that i didn't know were there or would find out so wasn't that big of a population uh from my school doing that but yeah the hansen girls uh, this one's for you ladies from my past i guess but the song had a uh, slow version that was originally recorded in 1996 they wanted more of a doo-wop type song uh then the dust brothers came in and said no nah, we're gonna speed that shit up we're gonna make we're gonna Jackson five this thing. That's <laughs> what they did. It ended up being ranked number twenty on VH1's one hundred greatest songs of the nineties and number ninety eight on the one hundred greatest songs of the past twenty five years. Jessica, they were nominated for a few Grammys that year. They won zero. But for record of the year in nineteen for nineteen ninety seven songs, what song do you think beat it at the Grammys? Why uh is it a girl? Yes. Girl group. Oh, so is it like uh, Spice Up Your Life? It is not a girl group. It is not a group that won record of the year that year. Oh, Lance Morissette. Nope. It was... Well, Mariah Sun- Carey. No. I'm not even going. close. No. I don't know who. Sunny Came Home by Sean Colvin. Ah, jeez. Sunny Came Home. The other nominees yeah, were... Oh, other- Paula Cole? Paula Cole, yes. Where Have yes. All the Cowboys Gone? Every Day is a Winding Road by Sheryl Crow. Very nice. And um, Jewel? Everybody's favorite, uh, I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly. Oh, yeah. We all love R. Going Kelly, right? Space Jam. Yeah. Uh, they were up for Best New Artist, who they lost to 
Did you already tell me the answer? You <laughs> may have said their name already. Oh, Spice Girls? Nope. Paula oh, Cole. Geez. Paula oh, Cole. Paula Cole. Uh, what about the I Don't Want to Wait? When was that not that year? Wait. Yeah, this is, that was the second single from, and then it got more popular. Oh. It, it didn't do well. We talked about this one uh, on the show early on in one of the earlier episodes, and it didn't do well. To then, it, but it became the Dawson's Creek song, so it was mm-hmm. fine for life um, until streaming services and or no, till DVDs, and then they have to pay her more money to put it on there, and then it got replaced with a different song. But the other nominees were Fiona Apple, Erica, uh, Erica Badu, Puff Daddy. That's who was up against Hanson. Uh, and then Best Pop vo- Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocal. Do you know who won this one? 97. Backstreet Boys? Were they around yet? Michael they were Jackson. starting to come up. They were starting to come up. Duo or Group, not Duo or group. single. Duo or Group. Uh... This one's gonna throw oh, you well, off he because had to you only Janet Jackson, him, but that might oh, be the scream, on. yeah. But this um, one, this one, I don't think of this as a group. You always think of the one person. Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, son of a! I don't know. Virtual Insanity by Jamiroquai. What? Yeah. The other nominees were Silver Springs by Fleetwood Mac, Don't Speak by No Doubt, and nice. Anybody Seen My Baby by The Rolling Stones. Jeez. Yep. So, yeah, uh, the Umbop, the video is Hanson being adorable. Hanson. Hey, mom, you can film this? Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, it's just them playing in their living room uh, with and walking around a safe white suburban hood. That's what they, they do, but they, mm-hmm. they, they take the taxi and the bus to the city. Uh, they go to a cave, find the beach, and they get superimposed in front of places, being like, ha ha, look at us, we're we're here and we're silly. We're <laughs> They're just having fun, just trying to mbop around. Just trying to live that handsome life. There's the uh, there's the one part where they're like dropping dirt all dramatically in the road, <laughs> and I'm like, what is this? Working with what they could, they were in the middle of nowhere, right? Yep. And there's a time-lapse flower that blooms that then becomes, like, the background <laughs> for, like, a lot of the videos. Like, I, oh, there's, um, there's like, uh-oh, they're driving around. Are they even old enough to? <laughs> and then, know. oh, look, now they're on the moon. Now Hanson's <laughs> on the moon. Oh, my gosh. Oh, for them. and you know what? They, they, uh, they run around wetsuits on the beach. Uh, but don't, don't look it out. Now they're rollerblading. They're just... They're not just cute; they're cool too. Right. Uh, and the oldest one has braces, right? So they just like to to play their songs, wear like stylish alternative clothes, and screw around. That's. But they uh, have long enough hair as boys to you know put their hair in a ponytail if they want. Yeah. Which no buns no one at this time. My age had long hair like that. No boys I knew, probably in grades above me or below me. So no one in my entire elementary school had long hair. And I think it started to, uh, like, maybe have a bowl cut. But I think hair started to grow mm-hmm. out after this. That's right. Grunge didn't make people grow their hair out. It mm-hmm. was Hanson. It was Hanson. Oh. I'm I making cut, that statement. I, I was on the verge of cutting my hair at this time, I think. I had hair, like the bowl thing, but I mm-hmm. got down to, like, here. And then we decided, it was, like, somewhere in my sophomore year of high school, we were like, let's chop that shit. Short hair now. It was the Clooney Caesar cut. That was what was in the the George Clooney cut. That was 
whatever he had. I think it was his From Dust Till Dawn haircut that became super popular. The video is directed by Tamara Davis. Uh, this is this is where I want to go. Has done an Adam Sandler movie. She did Billy I'm Madison? Sure she she yes. directed Billy Madison. I was uh, like, as soon as I heard it, I was like, I know this. I'm going to think of it because I'm narrowing it down. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. She also did CB4 for Chris Rock. She did Half Baked. She directed uh, Crossroads, the Britney Spears movie, and she has this movie called Best Men, which. I'd never seen, but I've seen the cover at the video store a lot. It's mm-hmm. got like Dean Kane in it and a bunch of people. She did episodes of My Name is Earl, Everybody Hates Chris, Grey's Anatomy, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Santa Clarita Diet, You're the Worst, Empire, High School Musical, The Series, and Stargirl recently. Did a lot of music videos. Uh, was one of the few people taking on rap videos at the time. She did like Tone Loke, Wild Thing. She did the uh, other handsome video, Where's the Love, the Bangles in Your Room video. She did videos for the Smiths, Face No More, New Kids on the Block, the Lemonheads. Oh, do you remember Beavis and Butthead to America? Yeah. And they had that uh, I Got You Babe with Cher thing. Or was that the Beavis and Butthead experience? One of the things. She did the video for that where Cher and Beavis and Butthead did I Got You Babe. But pretty, pretty eclectic director. I did more digging once I saw I was like, all right. So she was an apprentice to Francis Ford Coppola uh, during the American Zotrope production of One from the Heart, which effectively fucking fucked Zotrope and didn't wasn't the big hit it was supposed to be and collapsed the studio and uh, sent Coppola into his I you know I owe people money now needing to make movies type thing where we get Godfather three from uh, eventually. So she studied under him, and he told her to go back to school for film school because she was talented, but go there, meet people. Uh, and she was the wife of Mike D. from the Beastie Boys, but they are currently legally separated. Ah. So she's somebody huge that you just... Tamara Davis. That's awesome. That, I'm so glad you uh, took us all down that rabbit hole. Yeah. I love of, learning random things I didn't know I wanted to know. Yeah, super talented, like, Female director. I mean, we're look. We're hungry for female directors, female voices. She's sitting around. Give her movies. Like she's been doing TV and shit, and had some pretty important comedies. Like Billy Mm -hmm. Madison launched CB4 is undervalued. It was a good. It was an attempt to launch Chris Rock out, and he didn't. He would later take off with stuff. But CB4 actually is a pretty uh, cool movie with a good commentary on how corporate white corporate america would take on like black artists and stuff not understanding anything about culture or anything like that but yeah good good stuff from her half-baked i love fucking half so yeah like really awesome that i was like oh and then i saw, I saw billy madison I'm like how did i incidentally pick this with <laughs> jessica being on? it all ties into sandler it all comes back to the sandman but hansen i i can't say i was ever a fan I mean, this song came on and you're going to sing it. We always sang it. And then at parties when it comes on, like mm-hmm. if it was, if we were at a bar right now and they started playing it. Oh, we'd get fucking. Every, yeah. Like. Play it again. And then can you actually sing the chorus? Can you sing the mba part? Mm-ba, like, do you know what they say? Right? Somewhere. Something at least Dude, dap, 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 dap. Yeah, I don't know. But everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell oh, you anything yeah. else in the song. Yeah. 
Um, can you tell me? Yeah, I. Yeah, the Hansons. They were. I mean, later on down, you get the Jonases, right? They would mm-hmm. say, "Look out! Here we are. We're the OOS version edition of this thing that people end up going crazy for." Yeah. Yeah. And before Hanson was, you know, well, they weren't brothers. Never mind. I was thinking of Triumph, the mm. Canadian rock trinity. Or you could say Rush. That's fine. Right. Um, they weren't brothers. Stupid factoid I found. Um, in a study done in 2016, <laughs> it was found there were approximately 93,000 cover versions of this song on YouTube. Wow. Of just people playing it and singing it. Are they acoustic-y? so? There's probably more now. There's probably oh the, uh, the the female sings it, the piano mm. version, the jazz version, like bop dip dop da do bop dip 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 dip. Yeah. Which you know, it's funny is um talk learning about Hanson again. Uh, they apparently did before they formed what they were. Originally, it was like just the oldest brother and the youngest brother, and then they threw in the other one, and they became like an acapella group for a little bit. Which makes oh, nice. Mbop starts making a bit more sense, right? Right. And apparently Mbop was the backing to a different song that they did, and then it kind of took center stage and became its own thing. But that's kind of like when you hear like, oh, they were doing acapella shit, I'm like, okay, well, Mbop, it makes even more fucking sense now. Right. But yeah, this song, it's like, I think we got, as a, being a teen when this came out, like, of course I'm going to be too cool for it. It's not gonna be anything. I ain't, you're gonna catch me with it cranking in my car. Hell no, not even by myself, because myself will turn in myself and be ashamed of myself. But this is like catchy as fuck. Like mm-hmm. right away, well, it's harmless. And I think we're just so mad. It was like, God damn, this was so easy. Gold right here, and it works. It's not terrible. It's kid, little kids making something that adults struggle in their whole lifetime to get something out of, and. From what all I can tell, they they were probably guided, but they came up with this shit themselves. So yeah. there's that. But it only can anger you because, well, it sounds like it's easy and it just instantly catches you. But hey, uh, I couldn't do it. Sitting here defending fucking Hanson. No, they are. You know, they're legends in their own right. I guess so. Yeah, sure. Legends in their own right, but um. Speaking of Legends in the Row, Jessica, thank you for another fun week of commercials. And Always fun to chat with you. Stopping things. Stopping and you're giving things. me good songs like Mbop. I went through, like, there was other options, too, and I was like, oh, fuck this. Boom. Done. Right here. I'm like, wow. Because you get the bangers. You've had the Backstreet Boys, New Kids on the Block, uh, Spice Girls, and now Hanson. You know, man. I'm trying to think of a, well, I don't want to put it out there. I'll just see what happens. I'll see what you come up with next. Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. All right. Uh, before we head out, let people know where they can keep up with you and your happenings uh, and your things and tell you where to play video games. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, uh, I'm really bad at video games. So tell me <laughs> uh, what video games I should play um, on Twitter at JN Allsman and on Instagram at Jessica Allsman, A-L-S-M-A-N. Would love to hear from you. All right. Now I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD, written work at whysoblue.com. The show returns next week, all new. Till then, stay full positive. Thank you for listening. 
The Brandon Peters Show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. Produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Olsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at brandonpetersshow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at brandonpetersshow.com. The show is available on Apple Music, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.